Welcome to the Stabcast, a podcast dedicated to Star Wars Legion. and commanders to the Stabcast, the Sun Sphere Tactical Attack Brigade's Star Wars Legion podcast. I'm Ryan, waiting for my murder bear, Slowoski, with Ben, waiting on Will to paint his Asajj Fowler. Will, just waiting for Cody cards, I guess. Heim and Tim, just waiting for him to come back on the show, I guess. Hannon, welcome, everybody. Now, in Tim's defense, he did, I think, just move into a brand new house. I thought that was his excuse last episode. No, he'd moved into a brand new apartment, I think, the episode before that. Um, Why does he have all this real listen, estate? I mean, I don't know I, that a you know, washing machine box quite counts. <laughs> His excuse for this episode, I think, is that he's still celebrating um, the win for the whale and Brendan Fraser. So. You mean weeping, yes. Yes, weeping. Strong, manly tears. He's seen one art film, guys. He's seen exactly one art film. <laughs> That's a good art film. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's a good film. Those going to Worlds, be ready to hear about The Whale. Mention any other Aronofsky movie and he'll be lost, though. So it'll be fine. Right. But the rest are so good. They are. They are. Except for Noah. We forget about Noah. Listen, he was going for a strong stance. It wasn't my cup of tea. (laughs) It wasn't anyone's cup of tea. It wasn't wasn't artistically successful. Was that the one where Wolverine played Uh, Noah? Uh no, it was <laughs> no. It was not although although now that you say that, I, I would like see... to see Russell Crowe playing Wolverine. Russell Crowe's not Wolverine. No, he's well, not. He's... But he okay, was you're a Noah. the other way. Okay. Yes, I I would. Yes. No, That'd be no, you're thinking of. Uh, you're thinking of the Tree of Life. I think. I say there was plays... there was something where he yes. played some sort of biblical character. Um, no, he plays a Spanish conquistador who possibly finds the Tree of Life and/or fights cancer through space. Oh, well, it's really quite a lovely well, film. Well, well, Dating Enlightenment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, while also traveling through space. No, no. That, that uh, Tree of Life is a great movie. Um, yeah, Tree of Life is a fantastic movie. Rich right. Weiss, oh, so good. Mm-hmm. I, I may have cried a couple times. For I that. definitely cried in that movie. And I'll say, I have not seen The Whale yet, so I mean, I cannot say that I, I will have cried for that. But but Tim, not here because... He's a b- reasons. All right, <laughs> fair enough, fair <laughs> But this week on the 117th episode of the Stabcast... Vicious mockery of Tim's Irish ancestry. <laughs> who wrote this? <laughs> and then some battle reports from Rocky Mountain and much, much more. <laughs> We're there's starting a petition online to rename this the Heimcast. Because uh, in a strange turn of events, Will, you've been playing like all the games. Uh-huh. All the games. I, uh, I took February off and now I'm here for two episodes in a row of content you're welcome everyone hello <laughs> uh but first we have our sponsor segment ben what's been going wrong in your life oh all the things uh i had a setback <laughs> with my dissertation was basically told to go rewrite a large section of it so much so that i'm absolutely canceling for adepticon now like i'm going to be fixing the next part of this after revisions come back to me i'm trying to get to my defense of my uh my proposal that has to happen in the next three weeks, so I just can't be in Chicago when that happens. So, so if it was on actually the wait list for the last chance qualifier. There's at least yeah, one I'm, ticket. I'm about to drop my ticket back out. No, actually, hold it so y'all can. I'll just pay them the money because I can't get the refund now anyway. So, no, it was it was a pretty rough set of, of, of circumstances. So the last two weeks have been a little rough at work and plus that. So unhappy about all those pieces, but it's fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. We'll be we'll be fine. We'll survive. We're all we'll fine here. We're all all fine here. 
Um, yeah, so I actually was going to start the episode making fun of Tim for not being here because St. Patrick's Day is on Friday, uh-huh. and he had started early, but then I felt bad about making fun of the Irish and their drinking habits. So then I just did a little research on St. Patrick, and then I went on a good, I don't know, paragraph and a half screed against St. Patrick, <laughs> right. which I thought could possibly get me banished on the internet. Or yeah, that, that's not really our, our niche. I'm but, sure there is a niche for that in the podcast land, but... Uh... Uh, you know, there's a healthy amount of people out there that are, uh, consider themselves Irish, whether they are or not. So, um, yeah, I, we, I won't read to you the, the screed that I've written. We'll just go ahead and cancel which, that. Uh, yeah. Which one's weirder, St. Patrick's or Valentine's as far as, like, ancient, <laughs> the the lore of the uh, holiday? Probably Ooh. still Valentine's. Probably I mean, Valentine's. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, St. Patrick wasn't even Irish, so, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day <laughs> is, is really just the, the church claiming one, like, deed as, as their own for you know holiday purposes while valentine is like four different cultures all stuck in a melting yeah. pot to make a holiday that sells greeting cards right yeah yeah it's definitely one of those those, those style of things but no i honestly if you enjoy your your, your uh st patrick's day yeah. please go enjoy your st patrick's day sure. responsibly i will be watching some 30 rock ap- episodes about st patrick's day because yep. i find them to be very funny so really 30 rocks your go-to st patty's sure not it, not it really is not always sunny I mean, I always love It's Always Sunny, but, you know, they sometimes, because I'm not Irish, mm. I, I sometimes find myself in the Liz Lemon position of, you know, I didn't grow up in Boston. I'm from, you know, the Deep South, where we have Irish people. They just don't celebrate it quite quite so hard as, <laughs> as what you see in, in news media and television, so. But also, when we get to our Leap Year episode next year, uh, absolutely, we said 30 Rocking going on there. Oh, God. <laughs> have you ever heard of Leap Day William? Oh, I should tell you stories of Leap Day William. Not this episode. Tune in episode. next year when yeah. Lupin has played a game of Legion, maybe. Be here next... <laughs> On the leap year. <laughs> be here for February 2024 when I'm sure nothing will have changed and we'll all still be here. Oh, no. Hope to God I have this doctor by that point. Please, please. Many things will change by that point. <laughs> no, I just mean that Tim will have officially left the show and we'll have someone else on. Oh, yes. Probably so. Probably so. He'll put in his two weeks and say he's not working it out. He's quiet quitting our show. <laughs> Will, did you travel across the mountains to a place? Well, Ben, while you were having everything crash around you and Tim was celebrating his maybe heritage, I <laughs> was on a plane to Colorado. Leaving on a jet plane? Which the stewardess did say Colorado, and I had to ask a few people, which is correct, if it's Colorado or Colorado. Apparently it's both, or it just depends on is the person. Colorado? Colorado. Uh, I, I'm still not sure. Anyway... Color Edo. I don't think it's that one. <laughs> right out. <laughs> I think in the last show we talked about my uh, my waffling on what list I might bring to this event. Right. And I decided to bring something completely different because Hooray! practice is for chumps. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Why play the list I just got five reps with when I could play something completely different? So, uh, because because Kentucky Dan still had his like brand mark on my ass i decided to play basically his list uh, fair enough <laughs> i mean listen it's a good list i get it i'm, I'm with you yeah yeah it's care the dog the bitch you yeah. go for it uh so i played shadow collective nine activations i had two capos one with vigilance one with improvised and then a certain mall with choke push vigilance into the fray and the dark saber which i think everybody that ran shadow mall had those upgrades that day yeah, I think Maul has kind of been, at least in the current metagame, it's been kind of solved, and this is this is the kit. So we'll talk about it, but I don't, I didn't get much out of Vigilance, honestly. Maybe okay. that's me being bad, but I did like his dodge cards didn't come up early, so I didn't bank the dodge that often. Mm. 
anyway, uh, then I had four pikes with just disruptors, a black sun with magdet, vigo, frag grenades, and an e stims, just for flavor. Okay, I like this. I really do. That's the one card that makes it not Kentucky Dan's list. So he just had a, like a super steep bid. He had a prepared supplies there. Oh, okay. So he had a dodge. I had e-stims. Okay, sure. Both can, are good. I can, see, I can see both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I had an AA5 speeder truck with tactician and medic, which I doubted it. But now that I've played it, dear God, it's so yeah. dumb. Yeah. It's uh, so obviously good. I, I run it in Rebels a little bit different, but I have been playing um, the medic. And we'll talk about this in a little while with the, the tactician. And in a faction that doesn't have order control, it's really nice because you have something to do whether it gets drawn early or late. And that's exactly what Dan told me when we played. It's like, yeah, if it goes early, you have tacticians. If you go late, you have medics. Sometimes you get both, you know. Sure. And you don't have to worry about being tempted to take shots because you literally cannot. <laughs> so you can just move and medic. Like, tactician, move, medic. That's your turn. Or yeah. Sometimes it would be tactician medic, and then I was just like, and a dodge, why not? Yeah. Or I would like pivot to block line of sight. Like it's yeah, just... reposition to block this alleyway or create a lane. Yeah. Yep. So it let me like as much as I love the uh, shadow collective pilot that adds a random attack die and makes it a murder bus. It's yeah, like, it's really good, but but that's also forty like thirty something yeah. points because of the gun yeah. and everything. So it yeah, was really cut, good. Cut a capo for just a gun. Yeah. Yeah. For a. For like 100 points-ish, that that unit was really, really good all weekend, and I loved having it. Um, and then I just ran all six mall cards, which did bite me in Why the not? ass. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, for when mall would go down? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, feel lost... like, I feel like this list doesn't have a lot of legs once mall goes down, though. No. Uh, it just depends uh, on how much he did. Okay, Because Pikes, Pikes can still clean up if, I've, if he's left a lot of little wounded units. They can pick him off with pretty good. A lot of hanging chads? Sure. <laughs> I love the jokes that Ben makes just for Ben. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's straight up for me. That was all. I was all. I just. I also was dangling pieces, and then my brain went straight to hanging Chad, and that was all. That was all it's I got, important so. to keep him entertained. You know his environment. Uh, so yeah, since I don't play Legion myself yeah. anymore, I, I live vicariously through you. I am the. <laughs> but uh, I flew out to Colorado on a Friday night and had to, you know to play Legion the next morning. At the lovely Rocky Mountain Open, run by Steven, we had a full 64 people, which was that's amazing. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I think it was the first one I've seen that actually went to cap, other than like LVO and the huge ones like that. Sorry, Ryan, we couldn't get to 64 there, at Cherokee. Uh, but That's because we don't have an airport the- in Cherokee. That's true. <laughs> yeah. It was about... if we would have had awesome. an airport. <laughs> it, yeah, it's like 20 minutes from the airport. It's all in the north side of, like, northeast side of Denver, which is very flat. So it was, it was super easy. Very nice. It is remarkably strange when you fly into Denver and don't see the mountains. Yeah, well, they're just kind of just because the airport's so far away. But yeah. then also, by the time you got to the fairgrounds, they, the they were like you could see them. Just like oh, right. there's mountains over there. I, I felt a little lied to the last time I flew. When I first time I flew into Colorado, I was like, "Where are the mountains?" I thought I was in the mountains. No, no. I'm told you have to go to springs to have actual mountains. But anyway, <laughs> yes, this is very true. But. uh so we started up and round one, you know, we, we, we had seen the, the, the faction splits. There was only seven playing Shadow Collective out of 64. So, of course, round one, I get the Shadow Collective mirror. Yep. Yep. As one does. Which which honestly is a pretty is a more of a market share than I was expecting, to be real honest. 
I think seven was still the lowest for any faction. Like it was tied for least with CIS with seven. Sure, but we also yes. have to remember that it's not. I mean, it is a faction, but it isn't. It is a it is a very limited battle force. It and is. So yeah. If you think about it like that, how many blizzards versus echo base versus you know invasions or five oh first were there? I don't know the details yeah. on that. Yeah, it was probably one of the most prevalent battle forces. Right. Uh, but uh, I yeah. continue. But uh, I played Alan Wilger, who was playing Oops All Mandos, kind of similar to uh, <laughs> what I played at Cherokee with Eric, but uh, had a few differences. He's playing Gar and a Vigo. Then he had three units okay. of Black Suns with uh, no special power. no special weapons, but they all had Vigos and impact grenades, I believe. Some, some it, anti-dark it was trooper a- tech. Yeah, that's exactly what that was. Yep. Exactly. And then he had four Mando Special Forces. No special weapons on them, but they all had rockets and... More anti-dark trooper tech? <laughs> yeah, lots of anti-dark trooper impact, all the things. Uh, and then he had like a 13-point bid. So he was he was out there okay. to, to kill armor, definitely. Yeah, for sure. And so I rocked up and he was not super stoked about that. <laughs> it's like I have a bus if you want to murderize it. That doesn't yeah, it's seventy five point like yeah. she probably did, granted, but uh we'll get oh, to it. All right, all right. It was it was a it was a spicy game. Uh I was red players and we ended up on hostage, hemmed in, and rapid reinforcements. Interesting. Um, yeah. Red player hostage always on or red player hemmed in is always interesting, let alone be be at hostage. Yeah. Having the only force push, though, I thought I was feeling pretty okay sure. about it. Yeah, no, that's fair. What's up, Ben? Did you have much of a place to rapid reinforce into? Uh, as red player, prob- probably it was better for you than it was for him. Yeah, I was that so. It was a pretty sparse map. Usually, usually pretty pretty quarantined. We were both kind of playing in, in smaller zones at the table. Like, he hadn't spread out super far, so I was able to drop in kind of just kind of in a flanking spot. So I, I actually rapid one of my pikes because I I made Black Sun my hostage holder. He picked one of his Black Suns and then rapided the other two. So he had no core. He, the only core on the table was his one hostage unit. Spooky and then rapid. I kind of, I put Maul in one of the hemmed ins in the bus and then pikes and cap was in the other one. And I need to take a shit. One moment. <laughs> it's coming out of me. <laughs> Mid battle report. I ate some things last night that disagreed with me. <laughs> Prairie well, dog think, in. Prairie I, dog in. I think we found our <laughs> blooper. God damn it, yes. <laughs> we made it. Enjoy your talk for a moment. I'll be back. <laughs> Fifteen minutes in <laughs> before Will violently I... shit himself. <laughs> Listen, I say we leave it in. Uh <laughs> Listeners, while, you, while Will's going to take care of that business, let's talk about the faction breakdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so, I mean, so I'm looking at it right now. It is seven mercenaries, seven separatists, 14 rebels, 15 republic, and then 21 empire. That's a that's a lot of republic. Just going to be real honest with yeah, you. Yeah, well, I think republic... We, we don't do that anymore. Well, I think republic's got some good tech against uh, dark troopers, and I think they're okay into blizzard not amazing but okay into blizzard they're yeah, you gotta see, remember their rocket is really good their phase the one rocket is very good um, it is but i would be very worried about be very worried about just about anything else though well so the big spooky boogeyman for republic like back in the day was 
like rebel peer spam and that has just disappeared because the the rebel long range pierce units just don't keep up anymore um you know sh- like bushman's one of the few people out there still consistently running like triple strike team like most of the pierce we're getting now is is like hans had a bit of a resurgence um but even Cassian has seen, yeah. has seen a downtick because he's not like it doesn't have enough dice to deal with Blizzard Force. It doesn't have an answer to Vader and bikes. Like it can kill the uh, kill the tr- the heavy response units, but so I think the things that kept them in the dirt are, have kind of gone away. Isn't Bushman also consistently going one and three at events? Oh, hey oh, he went Got three him. two in Cherokee. And then I guess he did. He, I haven't checked the redemption uh, bracket, but yeah, he did not do uh, amazingly. I kid here. Bushman. I love you. I've always loved you. I expect more. He knows that. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him a list when we were driving back from Cherokee, and he didn't play it. Should have played it. Should have um, played it. But, but uh, I mean, I, I they are. You're right. They are in a better spot, which I kind of you know with Cody. I'm just going to skip a little head to the news. I think Cody's been announced for April. We don't still know what his command cards yeah. are, but I imagine they'll be pretty fantastic. But even if they're not amazing, like for, for just his unit profile card is pretty great. It's so very good, especially for like a vehicle based commander where you're going to be able to probably hopefully put him on some high ground with his range four gun and just kind of throw orders to other long range vehicles and plink away. So, yeah. He's got jump one built into him. He's 105 points. That gun is real good. I yeah. Mean, and he gets tactical ones. You order him direct off of him. And, you got the, you got and the while Republic you may not have the best tools to deal with Blizzard Force, a lot of Blizzard Force is also built around building momentum. And sometimes right. red saves just don't do the trick. And when you hit with your first cavalcade of bikes into the clone, clone ball and it doesn't, you know, crack... And then they right. just get a decent shot back. The bikes don't stand back up to the to the you know all the fire supports, and I think uh, I think you can just kind of trust in those red saves more than than any other list can. Blizzard Force is still a nightmare to deal with unless you've got you know other your own Blizzard Force or I think Dark Troopers are an okay response. Um, I think if you can get dice pools big enough, that's always what we'll deal with you know. Yeah, you'll get the variants through. I mean, it's never great to wait on variants. I mean, that'd be the major point of your list, but at some point, variants will get you. Yeah, but also Legion has like the the lists we're seeing in the metagame have gotten so varied and different, which is which is a good thing. Um, sometimes you got to rely on variants because, like in the game five, seven way game of rock paper scissors, neither one of you like are particularly good or bad against each other. So it's just like we're gonna see whose defense dice blank first. I mean, yeah, that's. Eight <laughs> <laughs> says a valid target. But it's a valid target. Like that's what you gotta do sometimes. So, uh, but yeah, twenty one empire is actually like. It's less than like Down. the last couple tournaments we've seen. It's been almost fifty percent. Yeah, so because I would have expected half that republic to have been on the empire side. Say yeah. republic yeah. seven, empire twenty eight. No, I will say several of the the players that I know, like from that region, um, are there's a lot of republic players out there. Uh, there's also a lot of empire players I know, but I know a lot of those those guys do play like main republic. So good on them for for sticking to their guns. Uh, but yeah. I obviously I didn't look at all of the lists combing through, but it was also different Republic stuff. Like it wasn't like 
Yoda Wookiee shenanigans, which I know hasn't been popular for a while, or just like Anakin triple bark. It was it was um, it was different stuff. Yeah, one of my favorite uh, game lists names, which we'll talk about later in the episode, definitely had a nice flavor coming from the gar that I wasn't expecting. I was like, oh, they're going. This guy's still trying this one. Good, good. Yeah. For so. So I mean, like I said, it wasn't. There was you know panic and Anakin. There was a lot of you know. Obi Anakin. I, I saw a list that was, I think, Yoda, Chewie. You yeah, know, I'm just, I'm just clicking through the Republic things. list right yeah. now, and I've seen one Anakin list. Uh, who's who's yeah. he's been kind of the dominant. I've seen when Anakin is is. All right, there's a there's a second one, um, but yeah, like it's not just the Anakin triple barks that seems to at least here locally have been the most consistent Republic list. So, good on you, Republic players. Good on you. I'm counting four list. No, five. Five of them. Five of them have Anakin, which is not bad. Like I said, out no, of fifteen. Uh, I mean, yeah, one third uh, of them. Yeah, and like you said, they're all different flavors of Anakin. Yeah. One is Anakin and a Pike Capo. One is Anakin and a Clone Commander. Um, you know, one of him is him and Obi Wan. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. wild. So it's it's good to see it's good to see some some diversity within that faction because I honestly feel like in the last three months. Republic has kind of taken over for where honestly rebels have been for a really long time, but they're not right now where they have the most like good lists, but not great lists. Um, right. I feel like rebels has skewed a long way towards like you're playing like Han Cassian, like hero hammer or with some Lando or maybe a din or Boba thrown in, or you're playing some flavor of echo based defenders. Um, like, I don't feel like there's a lot other, other else going on within the faction right now. Cause there's only one snail tank in the entire li- the event. I mean, granted there's only seven separatist lists, but yeah, only one snail tank. Snail meta did not represent. But it's one of those, the list it's a, has but it's a bad time to be a snail. It's a really bad time to be a snail oh, right now. it's a bad now. time. Bad because time the, to be a snail. the same reason, like I think with the, the advent of dark troopers, I think like T forty sevens are amazing into that matchup, absolutely amazing. It, but and that side is so very long for a weak side. No, it's no. So what I'm long. saying is, uh, like T forty sevens are great into dark troopers, like surge crit impact three. But everybody's bringing tons of anti armor to deal with dark troopers, and snail tanks and T forty sevens are just worse. So they're going to get caught in the crossfire. Um, all right, I'll give you that. Because, you're, you, that. you know, all these other lists are going to bring anti-armor to deal with darks. And then, oh, cool, you brought this T-47 or this snail tank with white saves. And, well, you weren't the thing we built this list for, but we'll kill you just the same. <laughs> so. Wait, yeah, did it, you guys just, make content that whole time? Hell we yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. That's right. You Go ahead and cut around it, Will. Go ahead and cut around it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Hello. Where were we? We were talking Welcome about back. My, my excellent deployment back. strategy. Now back from the fifth trooper sponsored ship break. Yes. Um, <laughs> with the battle reports. Uh, while you were gone, Will, I'll catch you up. We did a lot of talking about the faction breakdown and what was going well. There were 15 Gar lists at this event. There were. Uh, seven Separatists, seven uh, 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 Shadows. 21 uh, Empire. I would have expected half of the guard list to be an Empire, so I was pretty impressed, honestly. Yeah. I with, think... With what it was and what it wasn't, so... I think every commander 
in the Republic faction was represented as well. There was at least one Obi Wan, yeah. one Yoda, yes. one Chieftain. There was. There was a Chewbacca. There was. Was there an Ala Secura though? I don't know. I'm sure I'm one of those things somewhere. Or <laughs> or whatever the other I think they have another one. Uh we have a lat only field commander named Fox. Fox, yeah, Fox. No one yes. takes him. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say if there's a Fox, I'll be real impressed. No, I I don't think there were any Republic lats. There were a few Imperial ones, but not Republic. Yeah, I don't think there's any yeah. Anyway, but still, I mean, <clears throat> an impressive list set up. So yeah, you you had as previously recounted, previously on this podcast. Previously, you know, before that happened, <laughs> we were playing hostage. We both had a black son yes. as our hostage carriers. I had deployed Maul in a bus to go and uh, fetch his hostage. He had now his... pre-show. Ryan asked a question. Uh huh. Why? Why on that? Why not put a pike out there? But I'm kind of in the same boat that you are as to why you did it. So can you explain to the dear listening audience why you chose... I mean, because the Black Suns are expensive. They're expensive. They're in the middle of all the stuff. And they don't get dodges, but, but they are a six health red save unit that gets a surge every round, and I have E-stims on them. And they're bravery too, so they go to three with the with the hostage, so... And have Dauntless. So even if they, like, rain suppression or try to murderize, like... It's, yeah, it's all fair. Best case, Capos have two dodges and then, you know, white saves. Maybe yeah, three right. if they got vigilance. I hadn't thought about the the dauntless and the fact that to to make points you don't have ca- like you had to cut the capos. Uh, yeah, the points, the points all my are. all my pikes are five man units with just disruptors. Um, so they they're my big tough unit, and it, it, they also have that threat of like turn one they could just move throw grenades at something or like turn two they could throw and move if i got really greedy about it sure which we did but we'll get to that <laughs> oh wow Ooh, i've never had the, that work out for me not I've, this game. I, and I want i'm an aggressive player i always like to try to take a pot shot with my hostage carrier but i i always i have a really bad uh, record on hostage <laughs> really yeah it's been a while for me and i, I always, was i've done it but it, i never worked out for me as well as so i was like no, oh, look at these b2s blah 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 i always <laughs> double move the first turn but second turn you might be like well there might be a thing here or if they're like bringing somebody up to mess with them anyway it's just like okay well let me just like shoot and move try to anyway both hostages in the middle he plays some gar saxon cards he's being really kind of standoffish with rockets and things maul rides in his wagon of doom right up to his hostage and uh grabs a mando squad that had crept up a little too close and just like hello and starts the stabbing and the choking and the murdering as he does and he was really my only offense against mandos because every time i shot them with other units they pulled a eric maylot and just rolled all the saves <laughs> <laughs> like i had pike shots on mandos most of the game and it was like yes it was into heavy cover and at first i had to eat shields but you, you get through them all four had shields, by the way. I don't know if I said that. So gross. So gross. So they're three-man units with two free shields at the start of the game. So they're basically like five sort of wounds. Anyway, I get through all of those and then start forcing saves, but he just keeps making them all. And I'm not getting like bad save numbers in. It's just like I would get flanking shots, maybe get like a light cover shot and be like, okay, so roll four. And he just saves out. I'm like, Okay. Cool. 
and, and I know that feels bad. I mean, I know it feels bad because we've watched Clan Rin just drop dead. Yeah. yeah. I mean, these are all one win mandos and they're three man units. So I know as soon as there's a blank, that unit is losing so much of its like potential. Yes. And this game might go to kill points. So it's important to right. kill things. Um, then the, uh, the rapid friends start arriving. I basically get one of his black sun on each flank of my list at this point. But um, the the Black Sun that deploys near my pikes decided to roll the same red saves as their Mando friends, but they were locked down for most of the game with panic because I put, mm. like, six on them each turn. <laughs> well, because like, you had to because they wouldn't just die. Like, you will yeah. stay, <laughs> like, you will stay right there. Like, I was shooting them with capos to be like, suppression, suppression. And then, like, a wounded pike would shoot for two dice and suppress them. Like, it's like, if I can't kill them, they're not going to threaten my my uh, my hostage, at least. So, round two, Maul kills his hostage and holds it and then chokes the last wound off of one Mando squad. So, I've killed two units, and I'm feeling pretty good about it. And it was enough of a delaying action that eventually Maul went down and he had a Mando squad get the hostage. But I had put more kills into him then he had into me because he had to focus so much into Maul. And so we both scored two points, but uh, I had the advantage on kill points by the end. But uh, it was a great game. It was a really good game. And my Black Sun unit made it back to my deployment with like two guys left. And I was really worried about having to use E-Stims on them because they got they got rocketed a lot turn two, but they they just barely lived, so... It all worked out for me there, but uh, it was a great game. He was a great opponent. He's from the... Barely uh, lives the name of the game. <laughs> yep. Like you say, he's from the, the Littleton area of Denver, I believe. And uh, he and his son were playing there, so it was great to meet him and uh, and get that round one. But uh, as we talked about in the last show, winning in the first round of a major event is sometimes not a good plan. <laughs> if you're going to drop a game, you want to drop the first one. Uh, yeah. So after our lunch break, round two, I face a familiar opponent, Michael Smith, who uh Oh Michael. Ben and I both played last year at Adepticon, though at the time oh, he was right. playing yeah, yeah, yeah. uh he was playing Ion Spiders and Magnas and all the things. Yeah, that was the one where I took the, the spider into a slide sideways. Yes. So I was at range one of all of his spiders, and so they could not actually hit me. Yes, that I was playing the uh, ISP flamer thing and got both yep. flamer <laughs> RTs into range one of the spiders, so they just had to walk backwards, which he said he had never done before. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then they the, then both RTs died after they walked backwards, so... Yeah. It was like, ha-ha! Well, I'm pretty as they, sure. As oh. they do. Yeah, 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 as they do. Yeah, it was a... Uh, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Well, and then like oh, no. Magna Guard rockets and all the things. Anyway, but a lovely man. Lovely, 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 lovely opponent. Yeah. But uh, then we, we roll up and find out it's kind of a kind of a mirror match. It's another Shadow Collective game, by the way. Two in Hooray! a row. We did the math on this a couple episodes ago for Tim. That shouldn't happen. There's six, like, there's six other Shadow Collectives out there. So round one, it's like a six in sixty-four, whatever that it, whatever that reduces I mean, yeah. to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But what's? I, I'll be curious. Maybe while you're doing this battle report, I'll look it up. Like what the shadow collective players, how they did during round one. Like how many were in the the one O bracket? Uh, I think we we're doing if, okay. If all, if all seven of you guys made it, you know, one, then well, you know, out of one of us didn't because I had already beaten one. Yeah, that's fair. That's I, true, I that's beat true. Alan in the first round. 
Curse you, critical thinking. Right. <laughs> no, I, there were a lot of a lot of Maul Pike kind of lists, so they might have been doing okay that so far. But anyway, his list, we had the exact same Darth Maul. I guess he's not Darth anymore. Sorry. Don't want a dead name. Just Maul. <laughs> uh, he's got the same... He's got two capos, one with Vigilance, and I think his other one had Inspire rather than Improvised. Okay. Then he has six pikes, all with disruptors. Five of them had foot soldiers, and one of them had the capo upgrade. So same nine activations, but instead of four pikes, black sun bus, he just has the full gun line fully bought into the the pike madness, all the dodges, all the things. I think I'm... Yeah, I was blue player for this game. He only had like a three-point bid or so because of all these upgrades. And from my deck, we end up on recover, advanced positions, rapid reinforcements. Interesting. Yeah, right. it was it I'm was something. It. And we you both definitely got a better yeah. rapid target than him. That's that's for sure. Yeah, I was about to I say. I do. Yeah, yeah. and I, I put the fear of fear of it into him with that. Just like I'm dropping Black Sun, and he's like, I figured you would. <laughs> he's just you know he's like I drop one of my pikes did, and they'll show up later into my gun line you know the boring rapid reinforcement move right did you infiltrate Maul here I really wanted to but the the box in the center there was a terrain feature that meant like yeah, Maul would basically just be sitting in front of his entire gun line oh yeah you can't do that no you can do that I could have I've done that once or twice I could have <laughs> if I wanted it to be over quicker uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I decided not to because I put the, again, I put Maul in the bus, basically in the uh, long edge corner of advanced positions. And uh-huh. I knew it was like a single move and then Maul could get out and get to the box. So I, if I, if I, if I waited on those two units, I could get there at the end of one, which is what I went ahead and did. So we, we both kind of like scooted up with our, with our pikes and things and took positions and dodge tokens and crap. Took some range four shots for fun, you know, did some suppression, burned some dodges, got them back, pike trading kind of things, which feels really weird that you're just like, (laughs) it's such a strange gunline game because you're having to be like, I'm having to treat these dodges as like wounds I have to kill basically because yep. it's not 100%. like there's yes. no like mm-hmm. there's no like well I'll just find whoever doesn't have dodges like no that doesn't exist they all have dodges they all have yeah they, they all have dodges, all have dodges. <laughs> so it's, it's all they about don't, the capos activate and give them more dodges they had dodges they spent the dodges they came back for more dodges <laughs> the one thing is you don't know when the capos are happening because of all the independent yeah. it's just a stack so I think at one point we both kind of realizes like is this what it's like to play against pikes because this sucks yeah yeah it does, sure does sure imagine does a, yeah imagine being a normal legion list and having to deal with this anyway all i do is place my b1 tokens on tables but okay well ben it's very overpowered that you get order tokens so <laughs> <laughs> they're not green they're not green order tokens anyway that pike has three dodges just so you know uh <laughs> So we, we do some trading. I'm kind of trading up against him at first. Like I get some good shots where I I put some put some good dice through and I, I kill a few off of a squad. Uh, then my my black son come in kind of from the side because they're bravery too. They don't really they're not they ain't scared. So they dropped in behind a line of sight just out of range two where they could like move shoot right into some some pikes that had kind of come around to where his boxes were. I was like, okay, we're doing all right here. And then I I. I turned one, I played the, um, one of Maul's like two pips that gets two. Or- I just wanted two orders so I could order Maul and the bus. Mm-hmm. 
So I think I think I burned the one about like suppression and like kind of a gin card sort of thing. One of his sure. two pips, which I might not bring next time. We'll see. Uh, his eminence, I think it's called. Oh, the one that gets like gives the token bank. Or no, no, that's the three pip. This shows you how much Molly gets played against. I know. Anyway, um, I played something that allowed me to order Maul on the bus because that's what I wanted to do. I, sure. And, and so my last active, like, bus goes second to last. It moves, it heals a pike model, throws some aims out that don't matter. Then my Maul activates. He runs out there, move, move, claim, and just stands there. But thankfully, most of his pikes have gone at this point because the bag kind of screwed him. So all he had left was capos and his Maul. But his mall was far enough back that it wasn't like it wasn't time to tango just yet. But pretty soon it became tango time. So the next round starts and the the pike fight starts going his way because he he outpiked my pikes, having six wounds each, and <laughs> all the you know he's got cached aims, he's got all kinds of supports, he's got some cards that aren't mall. So like he played aggression to get free aims, and his shots were starting to do significant damage but we're we're both just like losing pikes by the handful at this point but i have a lot less to lose than he does so i realize it's just get this middle box and go which i'm not a huge fan of but sometimes you just have to know when to run sure know when to hold him know when to fold him as kenny rogers once said yep and so it basically becomes a game of whack-a-mole where his mall is trying to get to mine. Like mine runs off and one of his pikes had tried to like come all the way around to get to my units in the back. So I ran towards that unit and pulled them in. So his mall has to choose to go that way or to my pikes. He goes to my pikes, but then when my mall kills those guys, he runs back the other way. Like it's just this, this crazy game of like <laughs> malls running around killing things and pikes just <laughs> dying by the handful. Um, Oh, and Black Sun just gets like two shot off the tail. By the way, I <laughs> yeah, it can happen. I get a I get a pretty good shot into one of his pike units and put them down to like the unit leader and the special weapon. But then, like one or two shots back, and they were pretty much toast. Like I think I rolled a a four blank save, and just that was the last four wounds left, so they were just gone. And then uh, the the moment he apologized for was I had a really good attack into one of his pikes that I'd stripped the dodges off of. And I put five hits into them, and they only had like four models left. And he just rolled all five saves on white dice, and he's like, Ugh. "He's like, that's not supposed to happen, Will." I'm like, no, it's not. But uh, looks like it did. There it did. Yeah, <laughs> looks like it did. <laughs> but here we are. Danger sense is great when it works. I don't even like. Yeah, I guess they had danger sense one. Yeah, it was just nonsense. But uh, that wasn't like the swinging moment. But that was really where like the math really got bad for me. Sure. Was that I that like really stopped me from keeping up on the Pike death pile? Well, yeah, and and mirror matches, regardless of what they are, are all about tempo. And yeah. if your opponent can like if you've got tempo by forcing where his mall has to go, but then on this other exchange front, if he gets to to take tempo back from you, that that can be hard to get, to get you know out from behind. I started with tempo, and then he slowly got it back from me as the game went on. To where it actually ended up where. Both of my capo units have my boxes and they've run to the corner of advanced positions. Sure. And then Ooh. like most of my pikes are dead. Maul is standing there with like having been healed like a bajillion. I don't know if I talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> 
the you have ma- not talked about it. is that that bus doing some real work there yeah maul basically just hangs out at range one of the bus and is like shoot me shoot me if you dare and then the bus is just like hey buddy did you take one on that last roll let's fix that <laughs> uh so ra- round one i healed maul for five wounds oh god that's counting witch magic but still right, yeah, so the, still, the bus I mean... did three and witch magic did two this game i think it was four if you count witch magic so like witch magic <laughs> did two and the bus did two and then the bus also revived two pikes so that's wild yeah no that's some super value is... yep turns out medics without a limit on heals are pretty dumb pretty good and, yeah. uh, and they turn your danger yeah. sense on. <laughs> I I was blanking those all day. <laughs> I was like, I'd like one suppression on Maul here for a light cover. And it's like, no. I'm like, well, okay, I guess. <laughs> I don't want to complain about not getting suppressed, but. Mm. <laughs> but no, it, that, that bus worked perfectly all day, honestly. Like it was Maul and the bus were my MVPs. Like all, all my units did. What I, you know, I don't, I didn't feel like there was a weak, a weak link here other than sure. Maybe some, maybe not bringing all six mall cards for when he did bite the dust. Cause he, he, he did die in each of my games, but, uh, usually it was. So did you ever heal mall so hard? He got back to zero wounds. No, no, I never got that far. It would be like, cause he starts with the one and then like, I would just wait for them to shoot him. And normally they, he would let like. He would take one and just be like, okay, fix. Or right. if he takes a big chunk, then you play witch magic. Mm-hmm. Like I think round three, he ta- he takes a bunch of wounds and I would have healed him, but it just, the timing didn't work out. But anyway, we're talking about round two. It's this weird chasey whack-a-mole game. I have to move my AA5 in front of his gun line to try to block shots to Maul because he's, he's getting these like big shots into Maul now that there's not much left to hide behind. Or not much to delay his gun line from getting to me effectively. Right. But eventually the the weight of attacks outnumbers me and his maul comes in and finishes mine off. Which means it is a 3-2 win on boxes for him. But I think my maul died turn 5. So it, it could have, like, some saves go the other way. I can push his out and double move. Like, who knows sure. what might have happened. But uh, he, he played it great. We both had a... It was one of those games where you're both kind of standing there and both kind of doing the like, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I would be thinking about stuff and I'm like, this is a weird game, Michael. And he's yeah. like, yeah, it is. This is really weird. I'm here My for last it. game at LVO <laughs> was that way when me yeah. and Bobby are playing and we're playing uh, Supply Drop and we have drawn from the deck twice on Breakthrough. And oh, we're just God. like, this is a strange game. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was so strange because of all the like movement and the the dice going yeah. back and forth and all the like I killed I think I killed three full units of pikes in the exchange there and he killed like two of mine and black sun and maul so it like not a ton fully died but it was it was the, it was enough it was enough <laughs> it was enough it was enough and the just the way it, the way it all came down he still had basically two full squads that were able to shoot Maul on that last turn, so that's why the the wounds got too much for the medic to keep up with. And you know, it it felt odd to be like my Maul still died even though I healed him four, while yours never <laughs> yours only got witch magic and is still alive. It's like, well, 
That's, he outgunned me, so that's sure. what happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's exactly what happens. But, uh, it was it was a great game. It was great to play him again, but I do go to O two against Michael, so I'll get my revenge Ooh. here one day. Yeah, you gotta you gotta step that step your game up, man. Uh, he will be at Worlds, so good luck to him there. And he did end up placing second overall in the entire event. So, hell yeah, well done. Don't feel terrible about that loss. No, for sure. Nope, not at all. But uh, so I'm I'm banished to the one one after two rounds, which is it's where I usually imagine I'm I'm going to be. You know, like I go to these hoping to go two one, but Mm -hmm. and it's like I joke about it's like win round one, lose round two, and then round three is a toss up. That's like the last four big three round events I've gone to have have worked that exact way. Like, sure. This one Cherokee Lone Star, the last Cherokee, like it just keeps happening think, in that order. I think you did it in Ohio too, yeah. Yeah, I did it in Ohio. It's just, or no, I uh, Cincinnati. I lost round one because you made me play Al. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was yeah, you did that, didn't you? <laughs> that was a good time. Then I beat Nathan I, Morgan. I was for not round the two. TO. I don't know what you're talking about. I did nothing. You gave him a dollar to fix the anyway. <laughs> allegedly i suppose allegedly <laughs> no if no only... i was a witness I okay it. i thought you were <laughs> pleading the fifth on your witness protection thing i'm pretty sure the uh that, that was like three or four or five months ago statute of limitations that was in september <laughs> ben <laughs> that was six months ago <laughs> look someone had to fulfill the prophecy and everyone else was too weak to do it <laughs> it was like yes ryan did what the corruption called for him to do mm-hmm. it's like i was vision and you let me get double killed by thanos it was yeah <laughs> instead of I'm doing trying. the heroic sacrifice to try to prevent thanos from getting it you're like here he is I'm like thanks I, buddy. I snapped him back at the end of the tournament it's fine sure sure yeah i had to take i had to take the timeline that made me the hero that's how this works <laughs> that's there's so much truth in all of that. So you are the Stephen Strange of our group, aren't you? <laughs> anyway. Round three. I draw Corey Morales, another local Denver guy, which most of this tournament was Denver folks. Like they they came out in force for this event. Yeah, they were super nice. stoked. Well, they've, they've got an amazing community out there. They like, do. They do. And um, they've got, I want to say in the Denver area, there's what, five or six different game stores and we in Knoxville. Granted, uh, Knoxville's a much smaller town, have like one. They have... At least a half dozen in Denver, and then like yeah, a couple in between Denver and Colorado Springs. Several in like Pueblo. Like they've got basically their Discord has a whole list of like twelve or fifteen stores where they each have like a channel where they're like game nights at blank, <laughs> and they all that's, have that's, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and all of that's not too far away. No, like it's, having driven to that like it's not a far drive at the best. No, so like yeah. Saturday events, I'm sure they they get pull from like yeah, other parts nice, of nice the state and then they all have somewhere reasonably close to go on like weeknights i suppose which i'm excited to be a part of when i potentially move out there later this year we'll see hell yeah anywho cory morales is playing republic as we talked about they showed up to that event they did well as me and ben talked about while well, you were you know yeah we collectively heavy yeah. burdens i do feel relieved <laughs> <laughs> but Corey was playing eight activation Republic with Rex. I had to go drop the pikes off at the pool. I got it. <laughs> Rex, everyone, look. It's a Rex. 
yeah, yeah. I mean, there's stuff to say about Rex. Like Rex at a big tournament is, I mean, shocking to be fair. Like, yeah, um, he's still good. He's still got his place. There's, um, he's still good. He still has his place. I'm, I'm with you. We, uh, we talked there's about just, how as yeah. soon as Cody comes out, it'll be Cody instead of Rex. But yeah, especially in this list. I, yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, we're, you'll get to it, but like, scouting party can still be a really neat trick. Yep. That's uh, Rex R two, four phase ones. They just there's two with recon and two with frag grenades. No weapons. Okay. Okay. And then two saber tanks. There it is. With oh, yeah. uh, yeah, token sharing clone pilots, uh, laser turrets, and AP shells. So eight acts. Two gigantic tanks, six other activations, but uh, mostly built to token share and fire support the tanks. Yeah. Uh, I believe he was blue player. Yeah, he was blue, and his deck really screwed me over. (laughs) 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 Basically, after the flop, and I've got the last ban, it's showing hemmed in, minefield, and payload. And I can choose to flip minefield to clear or payload to hostage. Ooh. What well, could you have done done anything else with deployments? I don't know what else was happening in deployment. Okay. I think the I think the next option was long march. Cause yeah, hemmed in I mean hemmed in as red player on hostage and payload are both incredibly difficult games. Not unwinnable. Um, but incredibly difficult. Right. Yeah, payload against saber tanks that also have Rex to go put. I mean, that's going to get close. Yeah. Hemmed in red payload, which, unlike Tim, I understood would be a loss. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and I, I guess I, I don't. Oof. I don't know what to do there. Whether you, whether you flip hostage or well, flip two hostage or flip your deployment to play payload. It was a deployment um, I really didn't in. like, and he. It's fair. I, I can't remember specifically what it was. It was something like rollout or long march that was not going to end up well for me. Just because hostage against Rex is... I mean, granted, you've got a force push and he doesn't. Right. But but hostage against Rex, especially, like, I think pay, blue player hemmed in is the shortest distance that you could ever hope to have to have to walk a hostage. He's oh, pretty yeah. much there He's only- after deployment with scouting party. Yep. The only thing you do is to blow up all the people that could claim him. Like, yeah. that's all you can do. Which... Became my plan, because I flipped it to hostage, knowing right. he could scouting party them back, but also knowing that if I can just get Maul in there, he's got a bunch of squishy units that Maul can deal with easily, and then two tanks. Like, it's like... Yeah. It's like, if I can just leave the two tanks, they can't claim hostages, and that's my win condition, <laughs> effectively. I mean, yeah. I, I can't argue against it. I mean, I it's only eight activations, so yeah, if you can kill the six squishy ones, sure. Yeah, and there's a there's a photo going around the Discord of the turn zero like deployment map of this game, and basically it's my hostage near his deployment zone, his hostage right next to it, and then all his clones scouted up in a bubble around that. <laughs> oh god! Then two saber tanks sitting behind that, and R two sitting yeah. behind the saber tanks. Yeah, yeah. By going around the internet, you mean posted to our social medias? Uh, can, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Right yes, now it's in the guess. Legion Discord and the Rocky Mountain Open chat, but I will also put it on our yes. socials we'll speak of in a moment. <clears throat> so 
start of the game is not going great. And, you know, the we had a few questions about minefield where we did get the, the timing wrong, where we did mines first. So they did detonate all over my hostage, which mm. killed two Black Suns immediately in turn zero. And, you know, reading yeah, back, it's like that should not have been the case. But And it actually would have set off when he scouted his own hostage back and then blown Correct. up on the entire... I guess it might have gone off on Rex, but either way, it would have been very different if it had hit like four units in that deployment movement instead of in the turn zero, just my hostage. But sure. it happens. And so this crazy turn it zero, like the judges are there taking photos and they're like, why have you let this happen? And I was like, well, my other option's payload. And they're like, okay valid that's why you let that happen <laughs> uh, like steven the head judge is like i need to know why you let this happen it's like because the other arm is a payload and he's like that's the only acceptable answer okay <laughs> <laughs> like all right well and you know he's set up to just shoot my bus with both tanks because he knows Ma- maul's in the bus and he's just revving the engine going straight towards that clone ball <laughs> and this bus saves my bacon because he puts like six crits into it and i block four nice on the first Hell shot yeah. second shot is like five crits and i block three so the bus Jeez. the bus just takes like five wounds and is like just i'm ready how about you like <laughs> i didn't hear no I didn't bell, hear no bell. I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> he gets his perfect he gets all i need which is a single move and then maul just hops out and he's ready to do the uh, the clone hallway scene from the the last season of Clone Wars? Yeah, and he well, just every good Jedi needs their hallway scene. He uh, he dives, kills an entire Phase One, pulls another one in, and chokes another guy on turn one. Just like let it begin, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, all my Pikes have shots on Rex because he had to scout so far forward, and I put four sure. onto Rex turn one. And Hell so yeah. the the chaos begins early, and so it's, honestly, it sounds like it's going like for one of the worst turn zeros you could have like come up against. It sounds like it's going okay. It is like good, like, good saves on the bus, some some solid damage, and uh, in turn one, and to thin those those bodies out. Yeah, like I've already killed an activation and most of two other activations. Yeah, and it's just can I get through all these phase ones before shenanigans start happening with these buses? Like that is the question. So turn two, he plays Call Me Captain. My hostage unit tackles Rex so he can't use any of his fire supports. Mm-hmm. Um, Maul kills another phase one and gets in melee with the one... Or Maul chokes the one he was standing next to. Like Maul chokes the one he was in melee with and then runs into the hostage unit and gets a stab which probably should have been a standby. That was a misplay by me. I I, ran, I move, move, stabbed instead of standby, so they were able to walk away. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Which meant then both tanks yeah. sided up on Maul. When they walked away, my pikes killed the rest of them, so the hostage was unclaimed standing there. But that left a single phase one left that hadn't been murderized, which was able to double move to the token. Um. Maul eats two tank shots in the face and almost doesn't die, but did. <laughs> I I had a roll where I needed, uh, I think it was, I had to roll four saves and I needed two paint and I got one paint. So he died. 
Yeah, that's rough. And that was the second tank shot. Like the first one flubbed. I was like, oh, is this happening? Am I really about to win this? Like, <laughs> like that was like it was turn two, and that was nearly the decision because if Maul lives, he kills the other clones, and yeah, there's nothing. He gets the hostage carrier, and then there's no hands. Like that was yeah. literally, right. Um, but sadly, Maul went down. Um, top of three, my hostage unit punches Rex to death because they get one red per model for some reason, <laughs> and they start running to the exits. Um. Meanwhile, R2 has been dull moving his way all the way around this whole time. As he does, yeah. Yes, because on hostage, that secret mission is very important. Yes, it is. And I start moving a pike unit over to intercept him, as well as my um, my hostage unit is going to the deployment that R2 is going to. Because I'm not just going to let him yeah, score try to, try to pull some double duty, yeah. Yeah, i got to try to blow him up, because that point is very important. And then... Vehicle rules uh, changed how this game turns out because the phase one, he got to the hostage token, claimed and moved, and then both his tanks formed a wall to block off any shots I had to that unit. Yeah. Because they can strafe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I did, rotate, not, rotate, rotate, I did not know what wobble. to do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yeah, you, saw you Will don't have enough time left a... to go shoot through all the tank. I mean, no. a YouTube buffering symbol above his forehead. I ha- yeah, I just <laughs> you just stare there, stare at the table like um, yeah, okay. I, uh, I mean, you were in a rough start to place to start. Yeah. So the fact that you battled back as well as you did, you know, that's something. It's something, but uh, you know, I think You're I took nearly able to reclaim victory. I think I took like three shots at the at one of the tanks and made it rolled maybe like four or five saves and they were all blocks so i was like okay we're not killing tanks got it uh and the rest of the game was mostly me futilely trying to get around these tanks and them getting open shots into pikes that were trying to double move around them it's like i don't know what else to do like i can stand here and not die i guess but because even even with everything i've done those tanks are like 410 points he told me the two of yeah. the two activations that I'm not going to kill. So as as long as his phase one is alive with the hostage in his deployment, he's got the game. Yeah, basically has the game because he's yeah. killed Maul. He's killed the bus at this point. He's killed a Pike unit or two. Because, but but even to make it like that close of a game on a terrible terrible flop and and turn zero for you and. It was. I'm, I know it wasn't intentional, but like the miss, the miss mines where the mines went off on your hostage carrier. Yeah. First, like to make it that close of a game is a, is a, is a testament. Yeah. And then, um, sure. I had uh, I had one shot to try to kill R two because I got a range four on him the turn before that did two wounds. Then I was able to move shoot a range three shot at the top of the next turn into a two wound R two in the open with a pike unit, full range three unit, and I got one hit. Oh, no. Which he then All blocked. All the bus, yeah, the, the yeah. bus <laughs> defense <laughs> variants came back. Yep. So R2 was able to, you know, screaming astromech noises his way behind some line of sight and score secret yeah. mission. So it ended up being 3-2 anyway, but super close game. Um, Like... We talked about it. There's basically like two or three pivotal dice rolls that kind of just 
determine the whole mm-hmm. game. And then the rest was me just kind of going like, I push my models around and he's like, I shoot your models. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was that, that mall save. And, you know, maybe if I had, if I had played a card that let him dodge, or if I had just done the move, move standby, and then I could have tackled sure. them. Like that was, that was on me not taking that standby. And that's probably the, yeah. the big regret there. And that's, and that's at least cool when you can identify, like it sucks you lost. Um, yeah. But when you can identify those moments, you're like, you know what? I can learn from this instead of just shrugging my shoulders and saying, I guess the dice just got me. Like when you can see the play to yeah, there to was make a, it better next time. There was a play to have not put myself on the dice. Yeah. And then since I was relying on the dice, it was. And to be fair, like the odds were his favor to kill Maul there. Mm-hmm. Like he had two aimed saber tanks like sure with with the TLT guns. So it's like. You yeah, know, I mean, two red, five black, two white, critical two. Like it's not a, <laughs> it, it's nothing to sniff at. Yeah, no, it's it's a murder machine, and they they did their jobs. And then the new vehicle rules blocking in the giant cylinder of that base is just like, nope, mm-hmm. I can't get around these things. And even if I do, they just single action strafe. Like, okay, there goes my shot. Yeah, yeah you really need to pull pull like you need three units: one to distract one, one to distract the other, and another to find the gap that they leave. Well, and the side effect of the middle being so active is that I was still pretty far back. Sure. Because everything was in the center by at the start of turn one, essentially. So I didn't have to move up a ton. So trying to chase his hostage then was like, oh, I don't have... Like, I didn't have enough turns to get around those tanks to begin with. Mm-hmm. And then anyone who did got shot by two saber tanks. So <laughs> it was... Uh... It was still a fun game, and it's a great opponent. He was, and like I said, like you said, it's good to know where I made that mistake, and that I still got it really close. After, like, when I share this image, it is horrifying. Like, have you seen this thing, Ben? <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, but has Ben seen it? Uh, I think I, I don't think I have. You sent me some photos day of. Let me, which Will is going to post to our I'll, Instagram. I'll, I'll pull it. I actually just found it. Okay, I'm, uh, I'm uh, had a, well, actually, a lot, a lot of nice photos. Will's one of the few people who will go post a thing. Um, so it's always nice when he does, but you can check us out on Instagram at SWStabCast to see all the horrifying images of it. <laughs> you posted something and Brett was like, I think I quit. Oh, I was so like, I posted. Game? No, Brett's like, no, life in general, my job, I hate all of this. So I, I posted the photo <laughs> of the saber tank, like blocking the shot to the hostage behind it at the end of the game. Yes, that's what it was. Uh, yes. Ryan just posted turn <laughs> the start of turn one for you there, Ben, in our, in our Discord. Oh, hold, get a, hold, get a hold, live hold, react hold. here. Oh my God! Why? <laughs> what? Who did that? Who did this? We, uh, we Will did that. Did Will Will did that when he that played. That is so awful. Red player hostage against. I Rex. mean, that is horrible. I mean, Dilma Rock. So I've had a weird relationship with him. Din. It has done me wonderful <laughs> things. It has done me terrible things. I love him. Din. That's exactly what I fear the most. Is like I have these giant tanks. Now everything's behind it, but I guess they can because they're going to scout to the left of it. So, yeah. gross. Way to go. Guard to do a thing. I'll, uh, and then there's an R2 behind those tanks, just in case. Yeah, for Reminds sure. Me of the old you, days. you can kind of see them. Yeah, you can see a little spot of blue yeah. in that, that gap there. Yeah, anyway. I, think, I think you play... <laughs> just looking at this matchup, I think you play Payload. <laughs> I understand how it's difficult against Saber Tanks. I, but it kind of... It turns off Scouting Party because you typically don't want to scout away... From your cart and but the scouting party let me murder most of his list. Like, yeah. Again, I'm I don't... I'm forced. Like, 
I'm so close to murdering all his hands here. Sure. Like, yeah, I, I mean, like I this guess. Looks, this picture looks misleading because turn two, like, that unit with white bases is dead, and the unit with red bases is one wound left. Sure. Okay, that's fair. And then Rex I, know, is I just on think one your wound. your army is better split into two places than his is, and you know payload kind of forces that those splits. I. But. I was I was worried about saber tanks displacing me. That's fair. I get that. Yeah. Area control, just dropping that, that template on my face, like a comedic pie. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the pie plates of doom. Uh, but uh, as well, as Ben said, check the Instagrams for more photos from Rocky Mountain, and also check us out on the Facebook and the Twitter, and give us a rating on your listening platform of choice. We're available wherever the finest podcasts are streamed at SW Stabcast. In addition, as we mentioned, we're on the Legion Discord. We are sometimes. Sometimes. There you go. Uh, we're all at Stabcast. Stab- insert name here. Um, all pretty active Tim in there. TTFTN. Yeah, Tim's got eight different names, and he changes it every week because he's super cool, and that's no, that's super, you know, funny and interesting. Tim, love that for you. Uh, Jay's buddy. Yeah, um, it's not like being, you know, known by a single name helps people recognize you or something. Anyway, listen, two people have changed their names so dramatically after becoming famous. One of them was Prince. <laughs> no, Tim is not Prince. He might be the polar opposite of Prince in every way. Now that I think about it, he does does not bathe by the calm waters of Lake Minnetonka. He yeah, has very exactly. little suave energy. But uh, cool. If you want to tell us about you your suave energy, by the way. you can yeah. send us an email at swstabcast at gmail or you can. Uh, Get some of that very own suave energy by getting a Stabcast fanny pack at teesprings.com slash stores slash Stabcast and participate in the uh, in the Truffle Shuffle where you, you know... Jiggle those tokens. Gyrate. Tim does Jiggle those tokens at the Truffle Shuffle. Use those hips to jostle those tokens. <laughs> uh, well, Will, you just went to an event. Uh, I, I know you were... I believe I did. You're visiting your, your partner, so you did not go back for redemption, which is understandable. Yeah, since, you know, I, I only Colorado's had... Colorado's a long way away. Well, and my flight left on Monday, but I was supposed to leave Monday night, but they moved it to m- Monday morning at sure. 7 a.m. So all I had was Saturday, Sunday, since I landed at 11 p.m. Friday night. So right. made the choice Close. to... Uh, Spend Sunday with my uh, my girlfriend Amanda. We had a lovely day, but uh, sadly missed the redemption bracket. Though sure. they all had fun playing uh, randomizer lists that I would that not be able to. That did sound super fun. They yeah, had sound super fun. They had like two thirds of the event onto randomizer lists. Hell yeah! Which I wasn't able to I do. Mean, that since does I, sound fun. Since I, I was flying I'm, in, I couldn't. I didn't have a second yeah. list to bring. Somebody would have loaned you a thing. They could have. Yeah. I'm really <laughs> tempted to see if uh, for the next season of our local league, if maybe some of the the players want to do list randomizers, um, make it make it a little interesting. Yeah, I will say that you know list randomization or lock in oddballs was one of my favorite things about our our time in X Wing. Yeah, I think it's. I, mean, um, I think Stephen from 5280 actually made a newer, like generator that he was sending two people so you can okay i'll have to reach out yeah at least see where you can get that um, it might be on the 5280 website um but speaking of awesome cool events yes. there's a uh, boatload of them coming up there's a few yeah uh starting with this little convention called adepticon march 23rd through 26 which includes a last chance qualifier for uh, a tournament 
for those who may have lost a world's invite because of Tim Hannon, not salty. <laughs> it's fine. Listen, I'll believe in this world's tournament people keep talking about when I see it right? actually happen. Right. But until yeah. then, I'm, it's still vaporware. I'm going to spend I'm going to spend the entire event in um in the Twitch chat just making fun of whoever's on stream, especially if it's Ryan yes. or Tim. So, yes. Oh, absolutely. Ben oh, and I will be there for that. I will absolutely. If Tim gets that. on stream, that'll be amazing. It'll have to be round 1. <laughs> so Tim, I, I promise you, if you would show up to these podcasts, man, you we wouldn't make fun of you anywhere near half as much. You know this, right? Uh, <laughs> I said half as much. Okay, I mean, yeah. It'd be the be standard amount, standing. not just every kidney punch we can summon. <laughs> You're right. Exactly. You're right. <laughs> uh, so for those who want to be exposed to Tim Hannon, yeah. there's an Adepticon happening. <laughs> yeah. I am so – I really am kind of upset that I'm going – there's just too much stuff between work yeah. and this dissertation. It's just too much stuff. I do. I have the time. I do regret. I can travel. I have the money, but I just can't get there. I, I had to choose between Rocky Mountain and Adepticon, and you know, Rocky Mountain was a lot more affordable since I could stay with my girlfriend and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Right. So worked out a lot better to go to Colorado, but sadly, we'll be missing out on that. But uh, good luck to all those folks. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about it. I've I've pretty much got my list dialed in. I'm just messing around with a few upgrades. Uh, Tim Tim will be there. I'll be there. Our friend of the podcast Brett will be there um, playing in the last chance and possibly the event. His list is weird, <laughs> but he's been doing really really he's well been with killing it. Killing it. Taunts he, the other night with yeah. it. He beat the um, shit out of me. Yeah. So it's a so list on I, paper that I don't think would like do anything, but I think it's actually a pretty good medical right now. I love Brett's list. I do. But I also love Brett's conversation about going to Adepticon because he was literally 12 hours ago. Well, I guess Ben's not going. So how am I getting there? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's staying in my hotel room. So I, I don't I think, think he knew how he carpool, was there. <laughs> but Brett, when we have traveled together, has always been like, hey, I'm excited to go do a thing. But someone else planned my itinerary. <laughs> yeah. Listen. He, he is very much the wood sprite of life. He just shows no, up and things happen. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. So, uh, yeah, he'll be playing Last Chance. I don't know what I'm doing exactly yet Thursday. So I'll be I'll be milling around, maybe trying to trying to get them sweet Echo Base uh, cards and maybe some of the side events. Uh, nice. Spoiler alert: I'm playing Echo Base. Um, yeah, they look nice. And uh, so yeah, Thursday, come come find me and we'll we'll hang out. Uh, then we've got Worlds and we'll see how far that that takes us. Uh, then we've got, uh, I don't know of a whole lot of big events happening in April. So if you're running a 32 man or more tournament in April, let us know. We'll add you to our repertoire or early May, but yeah. we've got not one, not two, but three tournaments happening Memorial Day weekend in three different parts I mean, of the, the country. It's kind of a it popular makes weekend. Sense. I mean, yeah. it's a popular weekend. It's, it's one of the reasons why NASCAR runs all that stuff at the same time period. Like I yep. get it. So it. you can come to, to Knoxville, which we would love. We might be able to come to Knoxville. We have got, last I looked, we have five tickets remaining. Oh. So if you want to come to Rocky Top Game Con in Knoxville uh, for a Saturday-Sunday event of Legion, buy your tickets now. Uh, who knows how many we are going to have left uh, by the time this episode airs. So we are so close to selling out. Uh, details about the table competition should be going up at the end of the week, which I'm always super excited about. We've got some great prizes lined up for, for people who want to submit and bring tables to help the event out. 
And we're going to do five, just like Cherokee, five rounds of Swiss, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, and there will probably be open play on Friday night when, when I'm out there setting up tables. It'll or if you don't want to come to Knoxville for some reason, like we're sold out, uh, you can go to the Motor City Mayhem, uh, same weekend in Detroit. Uh, it is a 32-player cap. Or uh, you can go up t- to Boston at uh, at, is it, at Iron Weld. Um, mm-hmm. They're gonna they're gonna be doing again five rounds of Swiss, thirty two players, and you can go to uh, wicked wickeddicey for details. So uh, the reason why I think we put this one on here is that I think Tim is planning on going. Yeah, he's, he's uh, not going to and, or- and the organizers reached out to me and asked, so that's why I put it. Okay. On <laughs> I know Tim had talked about going to this piece, so I did, I yeah. assumed. Yeah. So it should be a good time. Boston's a city I've always wanted to go to. It's someplace I've been through but never really stopped in. Uh, so one day if they run a tournament, you know, a big tournament, not on a weekend where I'm TOing yeah. another tournament. Um, but yeah, uh, pick your poison. I'm sure there's also, also that same weekend is the Bay Area Open if you're on the West Coast. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I guess you can four. also play Legion. Um <laughs> so busy, busy weekend for Legion, for sure. Absolutely, and I'll be honest, Boston's one of those cities I have also never been to. Surprisingly, you'd think with my English major background, I would have, but yeah, no, never have. There's enough um, dead authors there to keep you busy for a week. You, you would think that, but I mean, yeah, I didn't want someone to boo me when I told them that the row was a poser, and really, <laughs> his aunt paid all his fines. But <laughs> you can't get too real, Ben. You can't can't get too real. Uh, Rocket City Championship Series. Uh, Huntsville just had their tournament last weekend. Their next one is coming up. That is June third. So right after Rocky Top, you can just roll right over. Um, go 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 play down that way. Nice. Uh, you can also you know if you're going further south, you want to keep traveling. I believe the following weekend behind that is the Ruckus at Rodeo. Make a road tour of the thing. Go down <laughs> to Mississippi. See all the sights. See all the sounds. Go play with it. Go play and have the fun. Down in the swamp in right. June, what could go wrong? Hell yeah. swamp in June. What could go wrong? I mean, I, I'm it's really hoping to make wrong. it that way. I don't know if it's going to happen, but by God, I'm going to try. <laughs> Sounds fun. Listen, go fight some legion, then go fight an alligator, mm-hmm. and then, you know, have all the fun you can. Drink the cool, cool beer, because you need to be cold, you need to be hydrated. And if you need all more swamps in your life, the Crucible down in Florida, September 29th <laughs> through October 1st, <laughs> the Swamp Legion Tour, uh... Hell yeah, yeah! I'm I'm excited. I'll I'll be going down there. I'm gonna be helping running the doubles event there on I believe Sunday. Nice. So get to get to play uh, in whatever heat Jordan needs me to play in, and then uh, and then run doubles. I'm super excited. I think um, Nova Open is also that weekend, but uh, you know, I think it's the weekend before. I don't. It's, I don't have. I know I it's. I know it's late September. Is my. That's all I know. I should. Probably put that on our roster. I mean, I don't know that any of us are going or planning to so far, but it's a, it's a big event. Tim usually goes. He tries. Um, he does try. Tim tries a lot of things, to be fair. That's At, true. It probably is easier for him to get to Nova because it's DC, but yeah. Tim, Tim does like Nova, so. He can take the train on the Northeast Corridor. <laughs> That's actually really hard from where he's at. I mean, it's doable, but. You have to get to New York. You have to wrap right? around you a couple things. You have, you have to go to New York first yeah. and come down. But yeah, uh, it is August. It is a month before it. it's the end of August. Uh, oh, that's right. September. Yeah, I got the month. Not the. That's right. Yeah, August thirty first through yeah. September third. It's Labor Day. It's Labor Day that's weekend. Right, yeah. Where we're having all the fun on Memorial Day weekend. It's yep. always Labor Day weekend. Yes, and then there's also a Gen Con before that. There's lots of stuff happening. Yep. Yeah. There's stuff. 
There's lots of stuff. Go play tournaments. Stuff. Even if you're not a quote-unquote competitive player, just treat them like, yeah, uh, they're not, I'm uh, going to go play three games of Legion a day with meet cool friends and eat good food and meet cities I've never been to before. So. I will say the five, the five the five game structure does pretty much mean I'm going to likely stay. Yeah, uh, like the three one, like the five redemption. Games, like I like the redemption. Five games, I, mean, I do, but had a lot more retention than than the the three and then a redemption bracket. But yeah, yeah. I also understand it was just it's up to the TO what they prefer to do. I know having having sixty four, they wanted a top I eight, get that. you know, split. So yeah, I do. Totally get that decision. Well, you guys also told you told me that you guys had a ridiculous start time. Um, oh yeah, they they were starting at seven thirty on Sunday after the time change. So yeah, they, so they that's, had to, that's rough. They had to Works. work for it to fit those three games in on Sunday, but they did it. So like, who does? This? Especially for like you when you we've you know we got to time travel to get there and our yeah our clocks are already screwed up. Yeah, it it was kind of a perk because I didn't even notice the time change. I was so messed up on time, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> just like what what time is it what imaginary number is it right now okay got it right is it different i don't know anyway <laughs> but uh ryan been beating up the locals lately when you're uh your league games yeah so uh we are coming to a, a near close at the end of our our local league we had 12 players and to spice things up because we've got a, a pretty good group of new new players a, a breadth of experience um we divided everybody into two groups of six and we played round robin and at the end of, of all of it, we're going to take the, you know, the top player in group a versus the top player in group B and, and have a final. And we came to week four and my matchup was Chad and I had gone undefeated up until this point and Chad had gotten one loss. And so if Chad could beat me, he pretty much cements that he'll win um, and if I can beat Chad, looking at the how the rest of the standings are shaking out with people trading games, if I can beat Chad, all even if I lose my last game, I'll I'll clinch my my playoff bid, if you will. Uh, so there's a lot on the line for this game, and Chad has had my number when when I first kind of got got free and got to come back to to playing locally more consistently. Chad beat me. I want to say the first two times we played, and then I was doing. LVO practice and I got him with my tons. And so, but he, he's historically had my number. And then we both decided for this final league game to surprise each other a little bit with, with bringing weird lists. I started my psychological warfare early. Uh, he had me a couple weeks ago on his podcast, the nerdy old men podcast, uh, which you guys should, should give a, a, a listen to. Uh, I wore, he gave me a, a t-shirt. I wore his t-shirt to get in his head uh, to make him, you know, feel more positive emotions towards me that I could try to take advantage of. And I brought a Shriv bus with Luke R2, uh, two vets, two Mark twos, two fleets and Biston just kind of going back to my roots of the rebel hodgepodge salad. Uh, the bus is got the, the impact gun because I think impacts a quality keyword right now, obviously Shriv uh, and then a medic and tactician and Chad is you'll, you get one of two things when you roll up and play a game against Chad. You get an Iden Versio range four gun line, or okay. you get an ATST. Those those are the two flavors that, that Chad comes in usually, and there's, there's sometimes some Bosk thrown in there. I'm not I get there, and he's built a table. It was a perfectly fine, fair, and balanced table. And then he pulls out a lat. 
And then he pulls out dark troopers. I'm like, oh no, he's got he's got a paratroop dark troopers on me. This isn't very nice. I was trying to be spooky and surprising with the Luke Jedi. And then he pulls out Operative Vader. <laughs> and uh, we, that we like had that a... shouldn't fit. I'm just being <laughs> real honest. It seems like this possibly. Oh, well, this is just where Empire lives now after that, you know, that huge points cut a couple years ago. Um, because also in that list, he had a Becky because he needs a commander. The lat was right. a little light. Um, and he had four storms, three of which had specialists and HH-12s. It was a lot of stuff. Huh. It was just a lot of stuff. By the way, that uh, point change you talked about a couple years ago, wasn't that like six months ago? No, not the one where Imperials got the big cuts. Um, the 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 last update was mostly a point hike, but we I want to say last year or two years ago, we had the points cut where Empire pretty much most of the popular Empire lists gained an activation. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, and it's when the HH12s got super cheap and the specialists got super cheap. Um, and like you could you could build these kind of swelling armies. Uh, so we set up on sabotage the moisture evaporators, major offensive, and war weary. And Chad's, I don't know, this may have been his second game with a lat, and he said it was his third game with Vader. I've got a lot of experience with Luke. So he sets up on the long edge of Major. He puts his lat and Vader postured very, very much to come and try to back cap, like drop Vader onto one of my back evaporators and just ruin my day. Um, I've got my bus to mirror, and my plan is Luke is in the bus, and I'm just going to rip around, and there's this cool piece, like a building and some rocks and some cool stuff where I can put my... My plan was to put my speeder truck to kind of block off most of my core and provide Luke some cover so the bus could kind of drive into his core so they'd have to back up to shoot their rockets. Luke could jump out and try to send a Skywalker, the, the Dark Troopers, or the Death Troopers, yeah, the Dark Troopers down. Um, and I could kind of cut his army in half. But with Vader going off to the other side, I was like, I don't know if I my gun line can just deal with Vader oh, by, yeah. by himself. Uh, I put the Biston paths. They had a cool piece of terrain that I could hide behind. And I had range three shots to his safe vap. So if he pushed anybody up there, they were just going to deal with, with Pathfinders harassing them. Uh, which sometimes do no damage and sometimes do all the damage. So, uh, we start to play his bag hates him. He goes, darkness descends turn one. Cause you kind of have to get the, get the, the search tokens onto Vader. Um, and his lat comes out of the bag super early and he wasn't, he was, he, we, I talked to him about it after the match, his first heavy token. Cause he's got some, some dark troopers. So he's running three in the bag. His first one he pulls, which is like a second or third pull, he activates the lat because um, he wasn't. He was just so focused on the moves and the plays he needed to make with that piece. Um, because obviously his gun line is going to chew mine up. Um, that he kind of forgot that he could have activated the dark troopers to kind of buy an activation, buy a heavy token pull with with time. Uh, so he commits forward with the lat. Doesn't quite double. Doesn't double move it so Vader can still have some play if he's got a bail whenever he decides to activate Vader. Um, I then pull my bus, do the tactician thing. The bus scooches up, and I, I decide to delay a turn with committing where I'm going to put Luke because I'm like, you know what? The lat moved forward so early. I'm going to get a bunch of 
critical shots on it. He had moved within range three of my Mark twos. I could move my CMOs to get sight of it. My bus has got impact too. Um, maybe I can, maybe I can do a thing and, and force Vader into an uncomfortable situation. And my dice just chose, they chose violence. Uh, the bus rolls out two natural crits, three hits. The, the lats native cover eats the one. And I put four crits into the thing. Uh, Chad rolls his defense dice, all blanks. I'm like, okay, this this is a good start. Uh, some he starts to to shoot at my pathfinders. My pathfinders are making saves left, right, and centers. My paths have prepared supplies and duck and cover to to try to get the suppression ball rolling because paths are really good if they can survive the first shot and not just get blown off the board. Uh, they're making and I'm they're, I'm losing minis, but they are making you know insane amounts of saves to to make him i think he sinks five or six shots into the paths um i'm getting all these critical weapons onto the lat uh vader luckily does get out before the lat goes down but it's when the lat is like sitting on one health and i bring the lat down turn one and it forces vader towards my vap but I've still got some guys. I've still got fleet troopers left to activate, and I think one of my rebel vets. So I got some some decent dice pools that I can that I can put on a no dodge token Vader. Uh, I get I, I chip some damage through the lat goes down. Um, the other flank, I send some guys up to try to defend and hit my hit my vap over there. But his HH twelves are coming. His dark tro- or death troopers are coming. Um, and I decide, you know what? My bus is in a weird spot. I got the lat down, but I need to send Luke over to deal with, with Vader and, and protect my back vap. I'm just going to try to try to my one vap that he can kind of pressure. He can't see it. It's going to take him a lot of movement to get to. Um, I think I have enough time for my fleets to get over there, hit it with the wrenches and, and then die or retreat. Um, and he goes implacable turn one. And this, dear listener, if you are, or turn two, he plays implacable. Because um, Vader's Vader's in it. Vader's there. If you're a new player trying to play Vader, and I don't think Chad will get mad at me for saying this, because he's, he's, Chad's a really good player, but force users are not in his wheelhouse. Like I said, he plays range four gun lines and he plays ATSTs. This lat Vader nonsense is super different for him. And so he just got a little antsy, a little aggressive with it. He goes first with Vader with the first implacable move. Vader's taken a couple wounds already. So when Vader goes back into the bag, um, he doesn't have control and he's kind of out in the open and Luke is nearby. Uh, Luke comes through, gets a, gets a big hit onto Vader after some more of my dudes shoot at him. I have some rebel vets just like running past the Vader Luke fight. Like, excuse me, gentlemen, we have to get to this evaporator. Please excuse us. Step to the side, please. (laughs) Pardon Um, me. Pardon me. Yeah. Uh, after a son of Skywalker, I do eventually get Vader down on turn three. He blenders a couple of core, um, but he just doesn't have the support to blender core and handle Luke. His defense dice were better than his lats, but not enough to put the game onto his back. Uh, Luke still, uh, after turn three, has three turns to get over the board, across the board, and and go start messing with either things trying to get to my evaporators or even maybe possibly go pressure one of his. He's 
gutted my other flank um, that I'm poorly trying to defend. I managed to, to hit my Vaporator enough times. And he's running not with his HH-12s because they're cumbersome. Um, and he's having to stop and take recover actions. Uh, but with Becky. And this Becky runs from the middle of his major offensive deployment zone all the way down to my short or my long board edge to hit Evaporator. Uh, gets to it, but doesn't have the second action to hit the VAP. And then uh, gets absolutely smoked by some by some uh, by some rebel vets. Um, I had to, or actually, I think it was my bus. Um, she survived so many shots up until that point, um, but she needed to, to to come out of the bag and activate one more time, and she just she just couldn't get there. Uh, so we're we're both tied uh, with all of our VAPs hit all the way, and it looks like it's going to come down to kill points. Luke does a cool leapfrog maneuver to try to get some extra speed, where after killing Vader, he moves uh, to get back in the bus. The bus ferries him up at the top of five. He jumps back out and starts playing with Dark Troopers. And into turn six, um, Chad makes the, the, the last misplay. I've got R2, who managed to heal four off of my bus, and my bus rolled insane saves with all these HH-12s. The bus didn't go down till turn five after healing two wounds off of Luke. Um, all the damage that Vader managed to do to Luke, he just, it just healed away. Um, he gets distracted by R2 because R2 goes screaming across for secret mission. He gets there, but there's no place for me to hide him. So R2's just got to eat two HH-12s and hope for the best. Um, but with all of him focused on that, he decides to try to, with the Dark Trooper double activation, use the first one to disengage from Luke, uh, while Luke still has a face-up order token. And then he was hoping to, to get a good pot shot either on Luke or to clean up a couple short activations to, to push it to kill points once he got R2. Uh, but what he didn't calculate in his head and what sealed the game is that left Luke able to move and touch his VAP without having to, to to use disengage. And it pulled the dark troopers with their second action. He walked them the opposite direction from his VAP. So he couldn't go back and fix it after Luke because he did have an activation edge on me at this point. Uh, because at the end of the game, I had Luke, I think one Mark II and like a rebel vet unit leader. And all I had killed of his in, in its entirety was Becky the lat invader. Uh, but because I managed to get to his VAP, uh, I managed to, to pull the game uh, five to five to three. And it was a, uh, it was a really close tight game. Uh, I think if he played as his lat invader a little bit more passive, he would have, uh, he would have done a, a lot, a lot better. Um, and that's one thing we talked about. And I can't wait to see if he, if he puts in the time and effort that he did with his gun line and that he has with, with Aiden and ATST and really figures Vader out, he's going to be a terrifying, terrifying Vader player. Uh, but I've cinched my group. It's such a hard thing to do, to bring those pieces and not. Yeah. I mean, it's just hard. It's just hard not yeah. to do it. It's, it's about the timing and the more practice, yeah. the better you, you get a feel for that. For sure. Uh, so it was a good game. Uh, so I, I am now waiting in the finals to, to see who my opponent will be. Will, you are in the running for that. Our local Nathan is in the running for that. Brett is in the running for that. Mitch and Ashley, I think their route is a little bit harder, but they can definitely do it. Mm. Um, your your side of the bracket is wild. Yeah, I think there's a bunch of us that are at like one one loss and just waiting yeah. to see where it all falls from there. So 
eventually I'll play my games and we'll see where where we all end up. <laughs> see where it falls out. <laughs> I'm just building suspense, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. All right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, I got to scrim with with Brett a couple times as well. Uh, but the 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 game with Chad was was definitely the most exciting. Um, it's been a minute since I've played a game where, as Rebels, you pull out the victory point win when you're down like 200, 300 points of kill points. Um, uh, that always feels that always feels real fun. There you go. That's Rebel nonsense. Is what they do. Yes, sir. The so finest. They do. So yeah. I think that's pretty much a show. I that's mean, a, that's it. Yeah, we uh, a show. We don't have any news. Big sad. Nope. Nope. There's lots no of Shatterpoint, news. but Cody. Uh, yeah. Show me Cody's goddamn cards already. <laughs> I, Are they going to sell him at Adepticon without showing his cards? We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Who'd like to bribe? I don't get even me a know. Cody? Like FFG used to do that stuff, but I don't know that. I don't know. There's not been a lot of like early sales stuff that I've seen at recent. Yeah. Con, well, so. the last few I, haven't really been fully attended either, so. This is also true. Like, not, this, not is, officially this is the first Adepticon that AMG is, I think, even going to be at. Like, I don't think they came last year, did they? No, they did not. Yeah. They did not, no. Um, so. I, and I do think with Cody, they announced him super early, but I think Asajj kind of maybe sets a pattern if we're going to get one of, like, we're going to get previews 30 days beforehand instead of, like, these four-month-long preview cycles that we've seen. Yeah. Which is probably in the long run a good thing. Sure. Um Probably, but if it just if he's we, we have April, this weird like we're in the thirty yeah. day window now. Like, come on, he's coming out the very end of April, Is so he? we're not okay. quite there. I, I imagine we'll I imagine we'll get revealed the week of Adepticon or the week after, yeah. if not at Adepticon. That's true. Um, so, uh, do you have some small paint news before we leave? Uh, Will, yeah, where do you stand on my paint queue? <laughs> <laughs> have you painted all the Klingons or whatever the hell they are? I yet? actually did finish the Klingons last week before I left oh, town. Nice. Um. They're, they're a fun little model. They really are. They're, they're a fun little model. Uh, ben, the they are nice miniatures, but they are the probably the least fun to work with that I've dealt with in a long time. Uh, <laughs> they reject any glue and just refuse to hold their shapes correctly. And some of these poses are looking a little janky, but they're they're swaggering Klingons, I suppose. Like <laughs> exactly, a, it's all about the swagger. There's a guy who's holding swagger. a pistol out with his one arm, and it's like, does an arm work that way? I guess. Like I, Listen, I had when to, you turn your Klingon disruptor pistol sideways to shoot, you have better results. I had to we check that it was this. It was the correct arm for that side of his body because it just <laughs> looked so wrong. But it's almost like he's holding a, a little phaser pistol, but instead of like forward, his arm is just shooting straight out from his shoulder, and then his <laughs> his elbows bent ninety forward, so it's just up at shoulder level aimed, <laughs> like. Like where else is it supposed? Is it supposed to be pointing up or down or for? Like I don't know. So I just pointed it forward, and it, it's a Klingon thing, I suppose. But the he's uh, very Klingon. The thing. swords look good. the The squad turned out nice, and you know I'm not looking forward to six more boxes of all that resin, but I'll uh, <laughs> I'll put up with it. And then we'll uh, we'll talk about Asajj and Dark Troopers uh, later, Ben. Yeah, I yeah, because I've not I've Ooh. not actually purchased those for the pink queue yet, so. <laughs> This was my paint stack that I just felt bad about, but I was like, I've got the money. Right, let me, let me I've got the time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Between the two of us, we make a beautiful pair. <laughs> mm-hmm. So are we about out of our news cycle? I mean, when Cody shows up. We know we know Ahsoka's happening eventually. We've had Ahsoka right. and Ewoks teased yeah, um, in various ways. So I'm assuming that's our next batch of releases. And then, you know, happy Rebel Noises. 
Um, Hopefully they announce some things. Yeah. I don't know if they're doing an Adepticon like FFG would do the the in-flight. The panels. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, I don't think, think I've well, seen is news far for away one. Now. I mean, they, FFG did do some at Adepticon, but yeah, the big one was always what is always Gen Con. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, I'm sure they'll do some kind of news drop. You know, they've got a, a huge stake in Adepticon this year. Yeah, I mean, um, they with, you uh, know, all of their games going kind of at full blast. Finally, I remember they announced the Clone Wars core set at an Adepticon. But yeah, well, yeah. Hopefully, they get some more uh, either updates to what we know is coming or some entirely new things. I have no idea what that might be, but Gen Oceans will be fun. Who knows? That would be awesome. All kinds of things and directions they can go in once they are done trickle feeding us all the shadow or all the shatter point rules. <laughs> right. Yeah. That seems to be the, the focus of their, of their new cycle right now. Got to get it hype. It comes out in June. So get the train rolling for their demos. Well, I think, uh, I think that's a, is that a show? Yeah, I think so. Hour, okay. hour 40. It's a good show. Yeah. I didn't know if Ben wanted to like meanders down some other alley or, you know, yeah, that's about all I got. I mean, okay. All right. As ever, as always, everybody. Uh, we didn't talk about Gungans. This is weird. Uh, thanks for spending time with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's close enough. Um, same consonant. Um, as always, thanks for spending your drive time, your paint time, uh, whatever it is you bother to listen to this, you know, meandering show. Uh, and until next time, I'm Ryan Slawski, reminding you that the Tauntauns are coming to Worlds. They're coming. I'm Will High, reminding you to go one and two and finish ahead of Bushman. Oh. I don't want to go one and two. I'd like to make day two. <laughs> it's just about finishing ahead of Bushman. <laughs> nah, that's fair. And I'm Ben Fowler telling you that this world is legitimate and fallen. The Tauntauns are approaching, so. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>